another episode of Plasticity Connect. Today, we are going to have a conversation about phone use, social media, and the internet. We've captioned it disconnected in a connected world. It's just a tagline to explain how technology was supposed to have connected us. However, some way or the other seem to have disconnected us. Right, so joining me today is Anderson Baden, also known as Sweetie of Sweetie TV. He's a YouTuber. I'm sure some of you might have chanced on his channel. So today, he'll tell us more about his YouTube journey, even before we delve into this conversation. It's more or less in line with what we are talking about today. So Anderson, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Crazy. It's an honor being here. I mean, uh, this podcast is, is, is great. And you're doing good, you know. And uh, shout-outs to all your listeners. And, um, yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, too, for making time to join us. All right, so I guess your line of activity or your day-to-day activity is more in line with using technology hopping from one app to the other or using one device after the other so if there is someone who could understand how technology has helped us to connect to this world probably you stand in a better position so take us through your work or your line of activities how far you've come or like your journey, the experience so far and how you think what we are discussing today is a common place. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm a tech head, you know, <laughs> study computer science in, um, in college and uh, I've been a lover of tech since I was a child. So um, usually when it comes to technology, it's been like my go-to thing. You know, people have their go-to things, football, basketball, sports, you know. Yeah, I've played football before I tried, but obviously when I'm handling tech, it gives me much more excitement than, you know, any other thing else. So um, like you said, I use a lot of apps, even with my position now as a digital engineer. So, um, initially, I was a software engineer building a software, you know, website, web apps, mobile apps, and then I graduated into the, or let me say I shifted into the digital marketing space where I, um, you know, put businesses online and help them grow their online presence, optimize their online presence to, you know, make sales, gain top of mind awareness. Um, connect their um, you know customers or their fans to the brand properly with uh, you know a very strong affinity so you know me moving moving into this space actually taught me a lot and that's where you, you switch between like different apps to do different things you know okay. and uh, being a, a digital uh, engineer requires a lot of things you know I know a little bit of video editing I know a little bit of you know um, uh, how do you call it social media marketing yeah. A little, okay. yeah and and all of these things up in the mix so I'm jumping from from um, let's say 
Google AdSense to YouTube to my um, video editing software to my voice recorder, you know. So mm-hmm. it it could get busy. Yeah, for instance, today I work, um, you know. I had to create a video for customer service week because it's customer service week. So um, I had to like, you know, go around, talk to people, you know, get them involved, shoot the video. So me just jumping from one app to the other, updating, you know, the status, uh, you know, or updating the tweets time, the Twitter timeline, sorry, and all these other things. So it's it's amazing sometimes i just sit down and i'm fascinated how these things have come to being because um i come from a time where we didn't have these things you know not like i'm like 50 or something you know but i mean yeah i'm a little bit old you know so i remember um you know growing up in the 90s we didn't have any internet there was nothing like internet you know in the 90s in Ghana, let me let me say for that, for that yeah, and even even yeah. yeah, even in other parts of the world, like you know, development places like the UK, Australia, you know, US was actually the first country to have internet access because they invented it, you know, and then it it went you know to other places, and it was within the country still, you know, they start you know expanding and you know all of these things. Okay. came into place so growing up at a time where we just had mobile phones that just connect people like hello hi that kind of thing right and then yeah. it becomes uh, a place where you could um you could uh, send somebody a message like sms you know hello the person okay. responds hi and then it graduated from sms to mms that's multimedia messaging where you can send a picture you know, to somebody for the person to see this how I'm looking now, and the person can also send something back. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it, it graduated to um, Yahoo Messenger, which eventually um, kind of replaced SMS for a bit because then it was cheaper once you had good internet access, right? You could use Yahoo yeah. Messenger instead of using the MMS, which was quite expensive. I remember at the time you know because you being on let's say a data plan back in the day let's say Ariba or Buzz Buzz is now Airtel Tigo so uh, let's say Ariba was the most popular um, the MMS charge for Ariba could pay like your monthly internet not monthly like could pay some part of your internet bill so you'd rather want to have the internet package right and use mm-hmm. the Yahoo Messenger than to you know um, be sending MMS, which is really expensive. So, I've seen these times and these shifts and these revolutions, you know, tech revolutions, you know, come up, and it really excites me thinking about what the future holds, especially for those that will become our kids, right? Yeah. I mean, they they just they're just born into a time where there's WhatsApp and Telegram and you know youtube and all of these things and it's cool for them mm-hmm. you get that and yeah. obviously they would also evolve into other you know fascinating technologies yeah. and um how everything has connected us is is beautiful you know so like i said 
back in the yeah. day from MMS, Yahoo Messenger. I used to be on Yahoo Messenger a lot when it came. Yeah, and there was this, there was this app called eBuddy. I, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, was a Yahoo Messenger competitor, and then there was BBM. You know that also came to yeah. compete and led the you know the front line of you know um, internet messaging for a long time before you know uh, WhatsApp came. You know, so it's it's beautiful how this is connected as keeping people in touch, especially for uh, people who are in a long distance relationship or friendship. You know, for that matter, if it's really helped connect people, and right. it's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So your reflection of how far we have come. One thing that I got asking which amazes you is what lies ahead of us yes but let's go back your reflection backwards as in how far we have come what other thing amazes you um the way technology changes right Uh, in the sense that um old things used to be like very big very huge and the the new things are just small you know like you'd remember your first pc huge you know monitor you know big keyboard i don't even know why the keyboards are so big (laughs) you know yeah big keyboard i mean the the system unit was understandable because you know a lot of things had to go in yeah, and the monitor as well, you know, which was a cathode ray tube, you know, and all of that. And how, so sometimes I ask myself, is it that the scientists didn't think that, okay, we can make this small here and now? <laughs> or they just fancy, you know, making it big and then later another person comes and is like, we could just make this thing smaller and it works, you know? That's the one thing that has fascinated me, especially when it comes to technology, like evolving, like why the old things are just big and another person just comes and like, ah, chop this thing into four and put them into, instead of, you know, putting everything into one tube, right? Yeah. Put them into four different tubes separately and the space will be smaller and you could, you know, reduce the size, the mass size of the device you get that okay. and that's exactly what's happening like now you you get me so that's another thing yeah that that yeah. really uh, fascinates me and okay i forgot to mention this one other thing is the behavior of people you know i mean me seeing how tech has evolved and all of that is just about you know the revolution and all of that but we as human beings experiencing that revolution i think our behaviors have also changed with regards to how we respond to you know technology yeah that fascinates okay. me as well let me just show and it has to do with what you are just bringing up so someone was one was arguing that um was trying to put across that you know kids or people young people growing up around this time and getting mm-hmm. to have all this technology and then just on a simple click of issuing a command you get a response and this like that kind of thing you have a mm-hmm. quick response things are happening in real time so mm-hmm. people young people 
have less knowledge or on patience as in I need something in even in real life I need something they expect it to happen there and then like, they haven't to wait and like you say give me some time and then they have to wait till you get that time they are so used to they clicking on something and getting what they want at like, even internet speed mm-hmm. now compared to back then if you wanted yeah. to download or is it called a movie let me let me know even go to movie like a video a music video or oh, the song. amount of time like yeah. song yeah the amount of time you spend or wait to get your thing downloaded it can't be compared to the amount of time you spend getting something downloaded now so it was like you were trying to say that and then kids are all on technology now over the internet stuff and, and those kind of stuff they were trying to say that it has influenced people young people's behavior in the sense that they now lack the attitude of patience or like mm-hmm. waiting for something to happen they expect that things happen or they forget that things just don't happen that ties or that can lead us to the conversation on addiction because mm-hmm. our continuous use of these apps, these devices, is more or less influencing our behavior. Mm-hmm. For you, you do it for work. So probably mm-hmm. you get tired or after work, you are able to lay down your tools and rest. But mm-hmm. others are hooked up and it's not like they're doing it and at, at the end of the day, they are going to cash in something. Mm-hmm. They're just it's like more or less part of their behavior. How did we get to this point? Especially not those who are doing it for work, but those who are just on the internet or mm-hmm. on the app for being on the app. Okay. So um, this is this is very interesting to me, and um, you know, um, I listened to Bishop T.D. Jakes preach, and he okay. said that our generation is known as the microwave generation, right? <laughs> because um, you know it's just like the microwave you put it in click on some buttons and poof your food is ready right there's okay. microwave popcorn the microwave pizza because originally if you want to bake a pizza right you mm-hmm. would, you'd have to you know work it for like maybe two hours you get me making the stew making the dough putting it on top of it putting it in the oven getting it baked it takes a process, right? But you've got a microwave, um, you know, pizza. Toss it into the microwave 20, 30 minutes. That's even too much. Sometimes 15. And you have your pizza ready to be eaten. So, like you said, our generation, being the microwave generation, expect things here and now, you know, just as yeah. when we want it. And um, the, the topic of people getting hooked up to technology like you said not just with work uh but then uh just for the sake of you know they being there i I think it it boils down to what i have come to realize is consciousness right so um i use technology for work i'm i mean like i said i'm a tech head i could Mm -hmm. sit behind my my pc or my phone or my playstation or something for like a whole night right doing stuff whether it's playing game editing a video you know 
coding you know building a website or an app it interests me a lot but at some point i'd have to you know detach myself from from that you get it and i think it's consciousness that draws the line between okay this is enough let me also do something else you get what i mean so i'll give you a personal example so um uh i've had lots of arguments with my my girlfriend for with regards to these things right because um there are times that i know when i'm not around and let's say she's alone after work or whatever she's able to get onto her phone be there all night you know or whatever but then there are times that let's say i go visit her and in my presence right when we're supposed to have like a proper interaction like talk oh how's your day been you know stuff like that she'd be on her phone browsing through instagram or facebook you know and i'm like wow i love youtube a lot which is why i became a youtube creator yeah. right oh. i could get hooked up to youtube but the, my consciousness level i believe is on this um um how do you call it pedestal where i've been able to draw the line between like i said this is enough go do some other thing you get it but people don't have that people don't have that consciousness level or they are not on they are not on that level yet so it's like there's no cap exactly mm-hmm. so it's like they, they keep going so imagine that um a typical example would be your 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 tap at home right you know it has okay. a stopper you get me so yeah. the water is is flowing through and the stopper stops it so you open the tap the stopper is released and the water flows right so imagine your tap without a stopper what's going to happen the water is going and it can't stop do you know what i mean yeah that's exactly how those people you know that have become addicted or so hooked up to technology for the sake of being hooked up that's how they become it's like a tap without a stopper Okay. they can't stop it you know it just keeps flowing like they just keep hooking up like getting hooked up so somebody's on instagram they they browse on instagram for a long time then they move to tiktok <laughs> you get that yeah, yeah just when they could catch a break you know even when they are hungry they move to tiktok and then from tiktok they're on facebook and then from facebook they're on 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 likey and from likey down youtube and youtube then whatsapp and then the whole day Man. is soaked into these apps you get what i mean and yeah. it, it affects you a lot i mean uh, like i said i've had personal experiences with that i used to argue with with my girlfriend a lot and um now i think it's a bit better <laughs> it's not as i expected you know but okay. that's 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 what made me realize that um the the cap or the stopper part of that consciousness is really uh-huh. necessary because when you're not conscious of it then you can't stop it uh-huh. you get that and yeah. like i said for myself i'm a very good example of somebody who should be addicted to tech because that's like my whole life you get me yeah. but then I'm able to I've been able to build that consciousness to the level where I say 
it's enough go do this other thing like you've played games enough go rest like you've you've edited videos enough go walk around you know talk to somebody call somebody you get what i mean so that's that's how it's become for me and so i think that they they need to build their consciousness it's not something you can just have one time Uh you get that you have to build it so you build it for a bit and then you know you're able to control it for a bit and then you keep working it up but as long as you're conscious you're going to be able to control it yeah okay so bob you made mention of like how you realize that it gets to a point and you have to put a stop to one mm-hmm. or say it's okay i need to do some other thing mm-hmm. like actually on the app or actually using to you what are some of the things that prompt you and you go like okay i think i've had enough of this or okay mm-hmm. is it an intuition or like like how can someone develop it all right so um uh i've seen um couple of features in addictive apps like youtube for instance youtube now has a timer that times when you're online right mm-hmm. and when um they want you to they want you to rem- they want to remind you or you want to be reminded to like take a break right so mm-hmm. if you go to the youtube app you can find it there um if if i i don't think i have it off here but if you go to your youtube app and you go to your your settings uh, i think it's um uh, yeah it's when you go to your settings general yes there's remind me to take a break and then you get to choose every three hours remind me when it's bedtime you know reduce the glare you know when it's night night time so that the brightness you know doesn't affect your your eyes too much when when the there's not enough light in the room you get what i'm saying so that's just an example for youtube and what they're doing to curb this problem that we have you get me so uh you could go and set you know whatever timer you know um or the or reminder in the app if it's available right and then it will it will do it for you i think youtube default um does it for three hours so if you're consistently in the youtube app for three solid hours it's going to pause whatever you're watching and send you a reminder that it's time to take a break (laughs) now companies are taking up the initiative right the same companies that make these apps that get us Mm -hmm. done right and Mm -hmm. and get us addicted have realized that uh, i mean maybe we did a little bit too much you know so let's find a way to exactly because they are human beings as well it's yeah. funny it's funny how most of the people that build those apps from those companies might not even be regular users of those apps okay. i'll give you an example yeah. so there's a conversation between an uber driver and a guy that works at casa Preco, right so you know casa Preco is a beverage producing company they do both soft drinks and hard drinks but like I said, Casa Perco is mostly known for Alomo beaters, right? 
so the 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 uber driver hears the guy works at casa perco and he's like oh okay so you guys do alumo beaters and alumo beaters right and the guy's like yeah alumo beaters is good for this and the guy's like okay so you're trying to sell alumo beaters for me now i guess you work there but then have you tried alumo beaters before and the guy's like nope <laughs> you get me so yeah. so he works at casa perco right Mm-hmm. He he markets Alomo beaters, but he hasn't tried it before. You get what I mean? But yeah. there are people that are hooked on Alomo beaters, like they can't. When they get when they lose appetite, they want to eat. They need Alomo beaters. They take Alomo beaters as an aphrodisiac because it's got those properties, right? To do what they have to do, you know, in their bedroom and stuff like that for adults. Yeah, but then. They themselves that sell the thing, most of them are not even takers or, you know, patronizers of, of exactly the yeah, yeah the thing, you know. So that's that's how it is. You know, similarly in this world where people are building these technologies, right? Most of them mm-hmm. might not even be hooked onto the thing like that. You know, so okay. obviously they're, they're able to get feedback and then they're able to do their research and then they realize that um you know um i think it's it's, it's getting a little bit out of hand so let's do it you get yeah. let's like put measures in place to curb you know these things and um like you said how like you asked how does one build the consciousness to the level where they're able to put a cap or like a stop on it you know mm-hmm. i think you, you just have to be a human being <laughs> Do you get me? it's, it's yeah. the same way you being a human being drives you to be addicted because that's human behavior you you see something you like it it helps you a lot it gets it gets you high it gets you excited right yeah and if you if you get too much of it easily easily right okay you're going to be addicted to it you get what i mean so yeah it's the same way um as a human being if you have if you get too much of something way too much of something it's either going to make you sick it's going to like be it's not going to be like a turn off for you you know at some point or something you get what i mean so we just being humans you know is enough factor to help us build that that consciousness you get what i mean and we being humans also means that you have to be open to talk to people you get that so you can't just be behind your phone 24 hours you have friends talk to them you get what i mean like like the video you shared with me the german kid who you know did the a, a demo you know yeah. other kids that their parents don't you know play with them i mean you are parents a parent who is a human being finds time for their kids and they play with them and they talk to them they help them with homework do you get what i mean so i mean you have to be a human being other than that whatever is making you do these things you're no longer a human being like literally that's what it is so that was i guess um on this backdrop that 
like how well has it connected us and to what extent has it disconnected us that it had to take kids mm-hmm. i think the leader was about seven years so this is had to do with a story that was published by C- crt world and then it's also yeah. in Blue news it happened in germany um in september 2018 mm-hmm. where kids took to the street to protest against their parents for excessive use of smartphones and it happened in germany so parents okay and then at the back of the protest some parents spoke to and then it had to take and it was like it had to take this kid taken to the street for them to realize that they've been so far away from their kids let's yeah. just think our mind back to just some days ago where Facebook, WhatsApp, and then Instagram went off. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was just some three, five, six hours. But just like some people recounting their experience suggests that we've been, what is it called? Thrown off board as to we are normalizing a kind of a behavior that just as it was taken away from us for like not even half a day some of us found ourselves struggling mm-hmm. so how well has it connected us and how what extent has it disconnected us and how is it impacting us okay so um it has connected us well by means of getting people to be in touch no matter where you are so I, you know i stated it um, at the mm-hmm. beginning of this conversation, how technology has re- revolutionized um, conversations, right? So, people in long distance friendships, relationships, families that are away from their, their you know, members could still get in touch. You get, it's made that easier. You get me like uh, most of my family members are from the uk so usually they are not even in the country so we're out of the country we want to talk to people here let's say my big sister just gave birth and then i, I just want to see the baby i want to say hi right whatsapp um you know video is available we just call and then boom we see the baby say hi you know exchange pleasantries and we're we're gone right that's yeah. the connection it's helped it's helped it it's helped us become better mm-hmm. you get it because now on the regular it would have been a struggle for me to you know um get like a video or even see the person i'd have to like maybe book a ticket come all the way down to ghana to come see the baby you know but now everything is just easy with regards yeah. to um um you know fintech tech you can just i can just be anywhere in the world right and just use some app to send money to somebody here so simple yeah back in the day you would have to go through a whole lot of channels pay so much um you know charges but now it's just simple and nice and easy and then you get to do it you get me so it's connected us to make us better people you know initially let's say you come from school right and you didn't have a phone and your friends are not in your neighborhood what do you do you just go and read i'm sure your parents say read and sleep 
yeah. me, but now you have a phone your friends are online you go chat with them you get what i mean have it yeah. in your front sometimes your homework put it online on the group you get what i mean so they help you you know you help them that's how best it's connected us now when it comes to disconnection right mm-hmm. there are these other things that have come in between um technology connecting us to the point that we are being disconnected now an example would be um let's say youtube right yeah. now when you're on youtube you're not connected to another person typically you're connected to content do you get that and so sometimes um when it becomes a bit too much your affiliation or your affinity to the content becomes more than your connection to another person that's when the addiction begins you, when your affinity to the content becomes more than your your affinity to a person that's where your addiction starts so you prefer being on youtube watching content than being online talking to another person yes so i think in line with just this one i, I was relating it to instagram you would realize that in addition to content instagram has the option for people to communicate or like connect dm and this kind of stuff but you would realize that if you just take a quick survey or something you realize that even that platform that has the option for humans to also connect it's just being used like youtube as you are uh, putting it across most people consume their content more on the platform more than, than using the connect yeah okay. yes yeah that's true that's true so like like i said it, these people have gotten to the point where their affinity to the content is way more than their affinity to a person you get that exactly so you've got people dming you but you're watching this video you're so hooked up you just swipe the 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 dm away <laughs> you get that yeah, yeah, yeah. You just swipe the dm away and that's how come people don't reply their dms for like ages but then you see them online so yeah. my question is how how on earth are you online and i'm sending you a dm and you're not seeing it like it's impossible you know yeah so initially yeah so initially instagram didn't have the feature where you could see the person as active now or, mm-hmm. or like their time stamp you know no, and, and, yeah yeah but now it, it now they do the same thing with whatsapp like you didn't know whether the person was online now or five minutes ago but now you know so if you see somebody with the online stamp as live right Mm-hmm. and then you send the person a message and the person hasn't responded to you they're probably doing something else and they don't really care about you that's literally what it means of course because there's no way i'll be online on instagram i'll be active on instagram and you'd send me a message and i wouldn't see it i'll see it but i'm probably watching something else and you know i just want to consume that more than replying to you so that's how it has you know disconnected us even to the point where we've got people 
not so the dm part comes with you know connecting with you online right but yeah. then we've got um physical um connections and we still prefer the content so i gave you an example me and you know my beloved or my girlfriend and i've gone to visit her right and uh-huh. then let's say we're sitting in the living room tv's on we could just watch tv and talk right but then she's you know on her phone and scrolling and browsing through instagram and facebook and i'm like wow and for like five six seven minutes she doesn't say a word she's just deeply rooted on her phone and i asked myself i have a phone i'm a tech head like nobody can like tech more than me none of my friends can like tech more than me typically but if i can put my phone down for a bit and like let's have a chat you know let's talk then it means you can do it too you just need to build that level of consciousness you you get what i mean so that's 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 how it has disconnected us so that's how it has connected us and disconnected us at the same time yeah so i've had this thinking and thinking finishing what's your submission that it has connected us to the distance world and has disconnected us from there. The One that we are so close to. Mm. Distance world, we're able to connect to people even mm-hmm. across borders, like different countries. Yeah. Distance location that we couldn't have got into. But once we find ourselves in a confined location, we are at a table, we are in the same room, we are what is it called, at this park or sitting on this chair or something, then everyone happens to be on their phone. Yeah. yeah. So it has more connected us to the distance world and disconnected us from the one close to us. Yes, yeah. so how do we deal with this? Okay, okay. So um, controlling addiction to tech that, that disconnects you from real people I've, one thing I've I've always been bent on, you know, preaching or telling people is consciousness. Consciousness. You need to understand that what you're holding has to be controlled by you and not the other way around. Do you get that? That should be the first level of consciousness. If you have that, then um, you can you can go through the other phases which is, you know, building your consciousness to a level where you could put a stopper on it or a cap on it. You get what I mean? But if you don't understand that in the first place, that this thing, I control it and it not it controlling me, then you just hold it and like I said, you're like a tap without a stopper. The water just runs through. Okay. You get what I mean? Exactly. So that's one. Now, secondly... Um, we need to be more human beings, you know. So, like I said, we go, we get addicted in the first place because we're human beings. You know, okay. I always say that as human beings, we have certain things that um, prove or that um, you know um, that refuse the evidence that indeed we're human beings, based on the condition, right? So okay. I, I, I've always said something funny, you know, silly that everybody is a killer. Everybody <laughs> is. Everybody has that killer instinct because when you're put in the position 
where you'd have to kill to survive, you would do it. Okay. You get that exactly. Yeah. So you don't look at somebody and be like, man, why are you so stupid? Why are you so wicked? If you were in a similar situation, you might as well do a similar thing. You get what I mean? So um, we just have to be human beings by allowing ourselves to be. You know, so the same way we got addicted in the first place, the same way we need to realize that, okay, we've got connections. Like, for instance, I've got a girlfriend, right? She Mm -hmm. needs to understand that I'm in a relationship, which means I need to talk to my partner, which means when my partner comes to visit me, I put my phone down and talk to my partner. She get what I mean? That's being a human being. You get what I mean? Being a human being it's like a parent who has a child and you come from work and your child has homework and you're not on your phone do you understand leaving your child alone you went to work for christ's sakes your child went to school that's part of you being a human being you have to work your child has to school but now you come home you have to be a human being again so maybe i I have to rephrase uh, my statement of you being a human being as we have to consistently be human beings. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Be- yeah. We can't get tired of being human beings. <laughs> we can't get tired. So I work, you're a human being, you're working like a beast. You're meeting your objectives, you're doing what you have to do. Do you get me? Now you come yeah. home, you don't become a robot when you come home. You get me? You don't just mm-hmm. jump onto your phone and that's it for the rest of the night you come back and what you have to do is be a human being again and again and again so consistently you have to be a human being you come home you've got a wife you've got a husband talk to them ask them how did your day go okay and after that you can go be something else (laughs) then again you have to be a human being your parents like i say you come home your kids are there do you have homework let's do the homework okay I read you a bedtime story. Maybe not. You're already asleep. Good night. Daddy loves you. Mommy loves you. You're becoming a human being. You get what I mean? So yeah. we need to be human beings as well. Now, the third thing is we need to use utilize the features that are inbuilt into these apps. Some people don't even know about it. Some people, when they, when they download the app for the first time and they set the app, they tell them and they just ignore it. <laughs> You're like, oh, what kind of rubbish is this? <laughs> Do you want to, you want to, you know, a typical Ghanaian person who say you want to um, restrict my enjoyment or you want to spoil my enjoyment, but you see, it's not even like that. Yeah, it's, it's actually you, um, it's actually helping you to, to be the best of you. You get that because um, if we want to go deeper into science, you staying on on one thing at the same time is is way past an addiction like it has ways of affecting your brain you know in in ways that in many ways that you can't even think of and it it will affect you in future which is why these people know because if we allow everybody to just consume 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 we don't put a cap on it it's good there's going to be a time where people can't consume again because they're not going to be people anymore do you get that so they realize these things and they are putting measures in place let's use those measures you get what i mean you can't say that um 
you have a door right to your room but you will not close the door it doesn't make sense yeah yeah you, you get what i mean like these these are typical examples and and sometimes people just don't want to be typical but you have to be you can't say that you're going to wear shoes and you're going to take your laces off you take a step and the shoe will just come off <laughs> you, exactly you know so the the laces were put there for a reason the door was put there for a reason you have to make use of them you get what i mean so basically yeah. these things um i believe are what would, could help us not put a stop on it instantly but to build the consciousness i believe that the consciousness is everything once you've been able to achieve that level of consciousness, right? Yeah. We can we can we can cap everything and anything. Because that's where I'm, I I wouldn't say that I have achieved the highest level of consciousness. But honestly, there are times that I just get tired. Like, you know, typical example, people have been have been talking about the squid game, the squid game, right? That's a popular series on Netflix and and I, I've got Netflix. I come home and I turn on my console. I want to watch Netflix. And I'm like, man, I've had a long day. Let me just go to bed. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah. A typical person would push through their brain telling them you have to go to bed to say, I'm going to watch it. But watch, me, yeah. my, my consciousness level is so high that it helps me control certain things. You get what I mean? So my brain is telling me at that consciousness level, Charlie, you've had a long day. Rest a bit. Maybe you can wake up later and watch it, but now rest a bit. And I just rest. You get that? So we have to, you know, do these things, these little things I just talked about, you know, be a human, be consistently human, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, do all these other things to make sure that you build your consciousness and then you'd be able to control it so easily yeah okay yeah thank you very much anderson great insight and interesting conversation and i must say like it's just like everything about you is tech even when to check (laughs) yeah school of technology yeah i know you know, I used to say that if if I went to school in the US, I'd have gone to MIT. MIT. Yeah, like it has to be with tech or nothing. Like I actually had the chance to go study medicine, you know, because I did science in high school and I had the chance yeah. to go study medicine in Cuba, which is one of the best places to study medicine and Adingo because I told the person who gave me the opportunity that it's either technology or nothing okay it's literally tech like we're down like that so how has the journey been in one line okay with regards to my youtube no like like yeah like stuff relating to tech like how has it been so far been it's been one word remarkable yes remarkable and it gets me excited every time i think about it how far i've come right because i look at it and i'm like okay if i went to another industry 
don't know if I could, I could have been able to like be happy with myself. Okay. You get me? Like I know people that that um go into different industries and they're, they're like, no, now I want to go and do nursing. I want to go and do this, you know. But mm-hmm. like I stood on my grounds that this is what I wanted, and mm-hmm. I went all out for it, and I'm I'm here now. To the point where after school I had the chance to go work in a bank as a banker but I didn't do it I mean if I had the chance to work at, at the bank as an IT person that would have been great but it wasn't an opportunity for an IT person it was like for a typical banker so it would have been a different role you know oh, rather okay. than tech so yeah I had to turn it down and it's, it's really helped me I mean I, I ended up working at a bank anyways as a tech person you know yeah exactly and so one word like i said it's been remarkable and i'm always proud of myself yeah when i i look back at how far i've come especially in tech i actually think that there's there's more for me to do so yeah we're still definitely was definitely yes yeah all right so how was tech i think coming from my university of science and technology the one thing lesson that you pick from tech non-academic Okay, the one thing I picked from KNUSD, it's, it's funny for me, but I would say love, right? Because me going to KNUSD, I was the typical geek. Like, like I said, there's nobody that can be addicted to tech more than me. You know, I used to say this funny thing that if you put down, let's say, a beautiful woman, and a PlayStation device, I'll always go for the PlayStation over the woman. I don't care how she looks. Yes, it's always PlayStation over girls or women, everything. But um, I think KNUSD humbled me. I, I had my first relationship in final year, you can imagine. So it was like three plus years of not dating anybody not being interested in anybody like you can imagine it was all about tech literally yes so first year i'm i'm doing internships second year i'm doing um entrepreneurship training programs trying to build a company you know trying to get into the tech space i was in a programming club you know we're just coding sleeping doing all night hackathons and this was my life and I was really interested in it and I didn't yeah. care about does anybody love me or will love me you know <laughs> I didn't yeah so that was so like you said like normally that was it for me but if there's one thing I'll pick out that KNUST gave me I would say it it taught me how to love yeah so my love my my, my love life became better because I went to tech. All right, Anderson. Thanks yeah. very much once again. And then thank thank you thanks. so much for having me, So thanks also to everyone who made time to listen to this episode of Plus Two to Three Connect. My name is Quasi and till the next time, catch you on the flip side.